What's going on, everyone? It's the commissioner here. Wanted to let you know that we have a great episode in store for you today. We are actually going to be talking about many different things that has been going on in the past week and even going into the future with these next nine games that will be remaining on the schedule. We obviously have to talk about KPJ, Kevin Porter Jr.'s 50-piece Nuggets game. Absolutely phenomenal. We definitely dive into that as well as predict the next nine games that are going to be for the Rockets. Predict whether or not they're going to be dubs, L's, whether or not we want the dub or we want the L, most of them against playoff contenders. So we go ahead and dive into that. And then we end off the pod on a freaking awesome game uh, in store for y'all. You guys better be excited. It's going to be legit. It's going to be a lot of fun and definitely, definitely up for debate. There's going to be a whole lot in store for you in this episode. I know that you guys are going to want to talk about it, especially the game that we play, because I'm sure... Everyone that listens to this podcast is definitely going to feel one way or another, maybe different, maybe the same. But me and the GM definitely have different takes on on the game that we play. So we have all that in store for you here today at the Summit State of Mind. At times I feel old like I'm going out of style. So I turn down the music on my FM dial. I beg of you to come and listen for a while and look at this wonderful world through the eyes of a child. This Good is morning, my chance to escape and today. And, and welcome to the Summit State of Mind podcast. And I'm your host, GM. But my real name is Justin. So hello there. And like the let me introduce the you to my tag team partner, the main host, who's not me, Kenny, the commissioner, the showrunner. I heard my calling as a child and I answered it. When I grew up and finally my chance to fit, I want to say I I should have been like, you know, this is the dream this is the podcast of dream shakes and stepbacks and elbow drops and Yeah, I was right for it. It's like elbow drops and one winged angels. Yes, absolutely. And effects and you know and and super kicks and super kicks and more super kicks. Yeah, all everything anything everything basketball and wrestling related i exactly. feel like we'd be we're probably the only podcast that would ever have all all of that in a bunch to no one and that's basically we've made us. it synonymous <laughs> with each other like how the young bucks wear jordans to every match now because they are heels that's right <laughs> you know i tried i i really try to make my voice sultry shout out to phil who called who's who called me out saying that my that your voice is a uh, sultry it's smooth to the touch meanwhile mine's is coarse and uh Rough well, like sandpaper. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is for you, Philip Colley. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Very, very much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and thank you, Phil Colley. <laughs> Welcome in, everyone. Dude, that was great. Another great opener. Tampa Bay style. I love it. Opener, even though we spanked Tampa Bay yesterday. Spanking that ass. Was it 8-0? Was it 8-0? That was like a 9-2. Jeez. We spank spanking that ass My on the boy daily. Lance McCullers was nasty. My boy Breggs mm-hmm. put up a two run shot. Mm-hmm. Our boy Correa was eating another banana in the dugout. Yes, <laughs> Platino power Mo- <laughs> lives on, <laughs> dude. It was it was a great and fa- it was a fantastic game. I was able to watch it live, so that was that was pretty awesome. I was able to watch it on a on my Fubo TV. Uh, 
that's a that's a shameless plug right there for Fubo TV fans. Uh, be sure sponsor to sponsor us, Fubo. <laughs> I need the free membership. <laughs> Pay too much for that? No, I'm just kidding. It's actually a pretty good deal in terms of uh, cable and services. Maybe I'll put an ad break later for that. But until then, we're gonna move on here. Houston Rockets podcast. That's what we are. That's what we're all about. GM. I've been feeling very good about this team and the way they've been coming up. Um, big news on the on the front before we talk about obviously one of the first big topics. Uh, John Wall is currently uh, he's out for the season. Uh, I thought Ooh, he was. Or wait, I thought wait, wait, he, wait, no, no. If we're trying to tank, it's no. But in terms of chemistry building, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, to be honest, I felt. With John Wall being with John Wall being out, I, ten games too, too late. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, for his health, <laughs> I like, think for personally, his like I think that you know him being on the roster was good in the terms of learning from a veteran. But excuse me, but at the same time, we got the likes of Kevin Porter Jr. who needs the ball in his hands to learn and improve his playmaking abilities and to kind of see what he can and can't do and starting to see things at a different level. Um, it has certainly improved his game with John Wall being out. It allows it to be his team, him and Christian Woods predominantly. Um, so we've seen him play well and we've seen him struggle. We, mm-hmm. Let's let's just say the, He's not the, perfect. the last two mm-hmm. games, the game where we lost against Minnesota – he scored 10 points, and yep. he shot terribly from the field. I believe he made maybe two, three, or four field goals that whole game. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. I'm looking through the uh, I'm looking through the box score real quick right now. Yeah. Uh oh, hang on, it's not showing anything. Give me two seconds. But yeah, no, I th- I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty certain that you're right because oh yeah yeah two for twelve. Yes, yeah, two for twelve, four rebounds, five assists. It was a, it was a bad game, but uh, all, all it took. For let's move on here for uh, KPJ to drop his uh, to order his fifty piece nuggets. All it took for him was to go to a strip club, get fined, drop the fifty piece, order the fifty piece nuggets with the large fries, with the large coke, for your boys doing it James Harden style. Find at a strip club, dropping fifty the next day. Like, come on! I know, like he he only learned from the best. Let's I mean, go. we literally lost our strip club master to find the next strip club master. I love Thank it, you, KPJ. Strip <laughs> club master, like, dude, doing doing work, doing work at the strip club to doing work on the basketball court. Let the legacy live on, James Harden. You are you built a legacy here. I love it. It's not just step backs. It's strip clubs, but you know, let's let's talk about that. All jokes aside, let's talk about KPJ. Holy freaking crappity shit! Fuck, amazing balls! <laughs> like, yeah. holy crap! Sixteen for twenty six from the floor. The dude, I think what he dropped was he it eight nine threes? threes, nine threes, nine threes. So, GM, let me ask you. Uh, Hold on, did you watch? Before what, so you ahead. say anything, okay. I'm let's sorry. let's let's just. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna take quick, a step back. I'm gonna make a quick comment. You know, because he made nine threes, but I think someone else made more threes last night. <clears throat> oh, our boy, no, our boy no. Kenny. No, no, no. What we played hell? one game. Are we talking one about game, this? and our boy Why hit six threes like he was oh Kenny Smith God. in Here game one of the 95 finals. I was just like, what? He hit five in a row. 
I mean, and you outscored the other team by yourself. The score was twenty-eight to fourteen. Yeah. you scored eighteen by yourself. So yeah, let's just move on. He's got to, it was he's one, got to one game. It was one game. It was it was one game. I had my Jordan quarter. That's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I appreciate. It. I appreciate it. I you know it, the the what is it? Uh, Post game covers. Yeah, you know the ball felt good out of my hands. You know, it's all about uh being aggressive, and uh, I'm happy we came out with the win. <laughs> thank, thank you, James Harden. <laughs> I had to challenge my James Harden impression. I don't know. Ball fell good out of my hands for both of us. Uh, we, I told, I think we evolved into the Splash Bros last night, which was fantastic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like KP, KPJ's fifty piece. Holy crap! Like, if we just dive into that and seeing the way that he played, like. Oh, quick question. Did you watch the game live? You you did, right? I watched the the fourth because that's, okay. that's once yeah. I was able to get out of work. Okay, okay. Arrive at my destination. Because I, yeah, I was the same. Alexis's. Oh, yeah. Shout outs. <laughs> uh, we were at the, because I started watching around the fourth quarter as well because I was watching the Astros game prior. Yeah. Um. So after seeing everything that you saw, what what did you think of like the game overall? Like holy crap! Like I was very Kevin impressed. Porter Jr. Yes, holy shit! And he, he didn't just Kevin Porter Jr. did not just do this on a Bucks team. I know Giannis was out because he hurt his ankle within the first minute, but he was also against one of the best defenders of the East, Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. who's someone mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is a very good defender. Um, so um, for KPJ to do that on a team like Milwaukee and on Drew Holiday is sh- shows his growth and his potential all in one. There were some beautiful plays like in the fourth quarter where he um they ran a he ran a pick and roll with Jay Sean Tate and Jay Sean Tate cut from the the top of the key right into the paint while uh Kevin Porter Jr was driving into the lane and he got in the air and he was able to find Jay Sean Tate under the basket and it was some impressive impressive vision but we also saw his baby Harden step back threes and now that's the like, one that was made the highlights sometimes yeah. like when i was watching it it looked just like i was watching james harden so i was like confused bewildered but yet i was so astonished at mm-hmm. the fact that he was doing that yeah you know and at, at a clip that he shot at that's a that's a whole other world and um that's some potential right there yeah and it, let's let's be realists too i mean it's great that he dropped the 50 piece but I, you know, if you're playing a game, take a shot every time I say 50 piece. But, um, like watching like this game, let's be real here though. At the end of the day, he's not going to drop 50 every night. He's not going to shoot no. 16 for 26. But if he can just hit shots in a more consistent clip at the way he's doing, because every, anyone can have a game. Like what Absolutely. BJ Armstrong says on the last dance, anyone can have a game. He just had a game and yep. he did. And it was against a very formidable Bucks team, like you said, with one of the best defenders, uh, Drew Holiday. Even even so, like you know, you're playing against these types of you know talents they're that you would see tested. in the they're battle tested. You'll see yeah. teams like that in the playoffs. Now, granted, uh, I mean, are they playing at their tip top best? Are they playing like for their lives? No, not really. But it's still a great, yeah, it's a tried and true Bucks team. Yeah, and Kevin Porter Jr. just showed out. He showed in, showed why he, you know, why he was, should be touted as one of the best talents out of that draft, despite yeah. being like the 30th pick, like, or the 29th pick. Yeah. Like, he did absolutely amazing. But let's give shout outs to the rest of the team because the, the team as a whole did work. My boy, you know, baby Thor, Kelly Olinick, 24 points, 13 boards, four assists. Uh, we can't, we can't count out Christian Wood. 31 points, four assists, nine rebounds on top of that. DJ Wilson, the god, 15 points, 12 rebounds. 
And I didn't even realize that DJ Wilson could hit the... I knew he could hit a three, but he could hit a consistent three. That was what threw me. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, man, okay, so every big man has range now. So, you know, it's it's just interesting to, it's interesting to see as a whole. Um, Rockets fans, I'm just telling you now, this is definitely the future. Like, this is... You should get used to this on a daily basis if they can string this together more consistently. Would you agree? Would you agree, GM? I mean, you know, we have three more draft picks in this draft crossing our fingers. Um, You know, even possibly four if we keep our pick, but I don't remember. Um, But yeah. Three for sure. In that sense, like we have more talent coming in, you know, to funnel out other talent and to push the other younger guys that are getting PT right now, like a DJ Wilson or an Armani Brooks or a Daniel House. You know, those guys. Don't forget, we even have an Eric Gordon who's not playing right now. Uh, you know, we the have last a, of the 2018 you know, regime. Like a John Wall who's still here and an Avery Bradley. You know, like those players, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we will have incoming talent and if we even get the number one number two and number three pick that's even more talent coming in to challenge these guys like a Cade a Mobley or you know a Jalen Green or a Jalen Suggs you know what I mean so Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these with those uh players coming in who knows what is on the horizon for the Rockets but I can say is seeing the way they they've been playing the past couple games um, shows hope and that this team is still trying and they're still pushing. They want to win. And amazingly, so they got that. And I'm happy it didn't change anything in the bottom line. We're still the worst team in the league. So wonderful. It Actually, you killed two birds with one stone. You can't, I think virtually, unless we go undefeated the rest of the way, we should still be able to net the three, the, the, the three picks the three top three or top four picks yeah. that would still keep us in the range. So regardless, I mean, it doesn't... This is the big thing that people need to realize. Now, I, I, I'm realizing now people are now thinking over tanking. Like, oh, keep losing, keep losing, why keep losing? Yeah, I'm kind of a part of that. But at the same time, I think fans also have to realize that um, we're pretty bottom of the barrel. I think we're two or three games ahead of the worst... Yeah. The other, the second yeah. worst team in the league. And then on top of that, GM... Uh, we need to talk about it, the fact that we own the Bucks pick on top of that. So you killed two birds with one stone. Yeah. You get a win. You get you funnel that uh confidence for the young players, and you get a better possibility to better pick with the Bucks. Yep. Because the a, a win here isn't gonna it's not gonna kill the standing. It's not gonna kill your position no. in the draft. All you can do is you know? raise the confidence of the team and allow them to feel some sense of um satisfaction and feeling victorious despite taking so many L's this season, like it's good for them psyche wise for their mentality, you know, cause you can only take so many defeats, man. It, it's a lot. And it, it, it can certainly take a toll on anybody when things yeah. are not going well, of course. But the fact that these guys are getting a chance to prove themselves and, you know, and they're getting a chance to get some wins on a v- very reputable team shows a lot for, um, what, is happening for them. So I think it's wonderful that it worked out in that sense. I'm very happy for the, I'm very happy for the boys. Uh the boys on Polk doing <laughs> I'm gonna call them the boys. They're not the men yet. They're just the boys. The boys on Polk doing work. I know some of them can't even drink yet. So yeah. KPJ is the uh fact fact right here. KPJ is the only player in NBA history 
under 21 that dropped 50 and 10. Only in, in NBA history. Now, he's like the, he's the fourth, he was the fourth player to drop 50. You know, outside, I think it was uh, LeBron, Brandon Jennings. I don't remember the third, and then KPJ. It was Devin Booker. Was it Devin Booker? Yep. Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course, Devin Booker. We wanted him. But yeah, yep. like, uh, and it's amazing. And did you, have you, and I know you're, you're, a, you're a Twitter mind, <laughs> just like me. Did you see, uh, someone reposted it. It was on uh, KJ Martin's uh, Instagram Live. Did you? Oh, yeah, I saw that, but he, where he talked shit about Drew. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, I put his, you know, this is a, I, I, and I've been cussing this episode more frequently than normal, so I'm gonna, but I'm going to put this because it's a little explicit. This he is, goes, this is quotations. Yeah, he goes, I put his, uh, he's like, oh, Drew, Drew, I put his motherfucking ass on motherfucking skates. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, that was a. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Drew Holiday is like a, like a stud defender, and we're playing them again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Drew Holiday, he's going to hear the receipts. He's going to oh, try to ratio no. him, which is a thing. I, I don't know what that means. but What, what is it? They say like, he's going to ratio him. Okay. I don't know. I'm very behind. Ratio on... Sands him? I, I don't that's know. A, that's a former, I, I, I that's don't... A former SNL guy. A lot of people there's a, talk there's a lot of words. on uh, Twitter and Instagram that say things that I feel very behind. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. KPJ, despite him being a little over his head on him being a defender i'm holding a cap right now and it's a blue cap so but he can't he's not lying so no cap (laughs) (laughs) if y'all didn't get to see i was holding a cap yeah no i was holding a cap and i literally put it on and i was like no cap but um it yeah and it was hilarious that he said it but like i was just like oh bro oh no kpj he's gonna now he's gonna go he's gonna go for a two for 12 night uh against the Against the Bucks, most likely, but that's okay, and that's neither here nor there. But celebrate the win young. where it comes. Yeah, yeah celebrate know. the win where it comes. Um, shout outs to T Smooth because that is his boy. Uh, he was. I, we talked to him last Completely night at basketball. Spoken about him. He loves him. Yeah, he was the one that um was on the train even before he got drafted. So. Shout outs to him. Uh, seeing his coal turn into a diamond. I'm absolutely ecstatic for the boy T Smooth, even though we have our disagreements from time to time. Uh, <laughs> quote, quote, T Mac. But um, I'm very happy that, you know, that it's able to balance out and do well. And hopefully in the future, as the games progress, uh, we can see this team kind of come more together, uh, you know, build a little bit of confidence going to the offseason, enough to net hopefully a top three, top four pick, even if we don't get to keep the number one, and then go on offseason training together, and then just come back, you know, get the rookie in yeah. and come back stronger the, and come back stronger next year. And that's all that we can hope for for this team. And so... Do you have anything else to say on Kevin Porter Jr., the Adonis, before we move on? Um, all I want to say is I'm hungry. I want another 50-piece, baby. Oh, right okay. Now, your boy's hungry, and he's feeling greedy. Well, I, you know, I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know. KPJ may have to go on Google Maps. He's going to have to check. He's going to have to Google some uh, strip clubs in Milwaukee because apparently that's what leads to 50-piece drops, studying it from the Book of Harden. Hey, Kevin Porter Jr., heads up. I've been to Milwaukee. I don't know if there are many strip clubs there, brother. <laughs> oh, my But I've, God. I've been to Milwaukee. You can go check I've out ventured a brewer's game. You can check out a brewer's game. I've ventured around the city. This fucking guy. Alone. <laughs> and it was a little, uh, I wasn't sure what I was doing, <laughs> but I mean, I had fun. 
I was just like, ah, this is Milwaukee. <laughs> and uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is 20, so it's just like, all right, he's probably going to feel the same My way. My question is at 20, what was he doing at a strip club? I'm sure it wasn't an 18-year-old and oh, up strip yeah, club. Oh, yeah, technically he is under it. Oh, is that, <laughs> so... Did he get? Did he get? Uh, did he get fined for safety for health and safety protocol? Or did he get fined for being underage? Ooh, health and safety protocols were what it was. What it was. Uh, uh, I guess so. You know, but if anything, the strip club might be in trouble. But I, they never mentioned the name. Right. So, well, we have we don't have any drinks and we don't have any shots in our hands, but we have a coffee. So we're gonna raise it up high for KPJ. We salute you for the fifty piece. Congratulations, well deserved for the twenty year old uh, titty master. God. Very happy for you. <laughs> shout out to Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. Yeah, <laughs> shout outs to shout outs to y'all, Drip Master, all that shit. Before we go into this prediction of the next nine games, the remaining nine games on the schedule, before we go Summit Stradamus and talk about the future, let's go ahead and talk about the now. Something that's going to affect you today. Maybe your hair is not what you want it. Maybe you maybe you got a little bit of scruff on your facial hair. Uh, definitely not like me. I don't have any facial hair whatsoever. But if you got some little scruff like the GM, GM has it, or you know maybe the top of your hair. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't like the way you look. Maybe you feel like you need it to be cleaned up, trimmed, and done properly. You need to check out my friend Carlos's best barber shop in the entire city of Houston, and that is the Argyle League. Hey you. Have you ever wanted to look like a gentleman in a place where you can get a haircut and a shot of whiskey all while being taken care of by top shelf professional barbers? That's right. This right here is the Argyle League where me and the GM have been receiving our haircuts since 2016. What makes Argyle the coolest barbershop in the world? They were voted coolest barbershop in the world. They've also been featured in GQ magazine. They've worked with Radio 610 and Hope Lodge Houston. They were the official barbers for the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Calendar launch party in 2017. Freaking awesome. That is just a few of their accolades. So if you're tired of your hair and you want to look like a gentleman, I highly recommend going to the Argyle League and getting a fresh cut from one of their kick-ass barbers. They are currently located at 709 West Alabama Street in Houston, Texas. Visit their website now, theargyleleague.com, to book an appointment. I'll say it again. Visit their website now, theargyleleague.com, to book an appointment. So stay sharp, gentlemen, and meet us at the summit. As we go forward here... In this awesome episode, like I said earlier, the Summit Stradamus, we are going to predict the next nine games, the final nine games, the home stretch of the Houston Rockets season, and whether or not tanking is still a good thing, or maybe the Rockets should win a few games here and there. We'll talk about it, we'll dive into it, and see whether or not it's preferable here on the Summit State of Mind. Let's go ahead and move move on here. We talked about the games as they progress, and uh, let's go ahead and talk about that now, GM. We, we you brought it up uh, the other day that you wanted to do a a prediction. Yeah, uh, I mean, let's go. Know, let's like let's the rest of the the rest of the games for the year. Let's do it. There's nine. There's nine games remaining, and I feel I I don't want them to go nine and zero. I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> That's certainly not the goal. I don't want them to go nine and zero, but I do want them to win a few games here and there. It's not gonna, it's not gonna kill, it's not gonna kill the draft positioning. Absolutely. I want them to continue to build chemistry. Of course, that. How do you feel about? How do you feel about it? You you don't want them to go nine and zero either, but you don't want them to go zero for nine. I mean, I'd be okay with. I'd rather us go zero for nine than nine and zero. Oh if yeah, for sure. If we had to pick between one extreme, oh yeah, 
For sure, for sure, they can deal with a few, they can deal with a few more losses. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I'm, I'm okay with that. All right, so let me give you let me give it to you right here. Uh, for everybody, so we are currently recording this on Saturday, Saturday, May first. Uh, shout outs to NSYNC. It's gonna be May. Um, it's gonna be May. It is currently May now. So touche. Uh, shout outs to NSYNC and Floyd Mayweather. Uh, so. <laughs> All right, so we got the Houston. So we got the Houston Rockets. Gay. Uh, by the time we recorded this, it's Saturday, May first. So we are gonna play the Warriors tonight, uh, according to pundits, MVP Steph, which is bullshit in my opinion. Rockets yeah. versus Warriors for the first game. Second game, we're playing against the Knicks. The Julius Randle led Knicks. We're gonna talk about that soon because I've been loving me some Julius Randle. Shoutouts to Ryan Garcia for the boys. Uh, game three, we're playing against Daryl Morey's led Sixers. We game four, we're gonna be playing at the Bucks. So this is gonna be a rematch. Drew Holiday, I expect full lockdown. Uh. Game five, Rockets at the Jazz, the best team currently in the West. Game six, Rockets at Blazers. We hate Damian Lillard. That we do. <laughs> Rockets at, I think it's Rockets at Lakers. Game seven, LeBron going to spank that ass. Unless LeBron doesn't play. Unless LeBron doesn't play, then Talon Horton Tucker will spank that ass. <laughs> Game eight, uh, Clippers at Rockets, Pandemic P. He'll play well because it's not the playoffs. Patrick Beverly's injured. Uh, and then the final game of the season, Game 9, Trey Young, Clint Capella, led Hawks. So, like we said here, this is not for all the marbles. It's not for no playoff positioning on our side. More or less draft positioning. But really, like I said, we got to go 9-0 to even lose our draft positioning. Yeah. So... Let's let's give our prediction right now, GM, for game one. Rockets Warriors. Give me give me your two cents of what you think uh where where you think it's gonna be. Warriors win big. One twelve ninety. I think Steph goes for like thirty five. Jesus. KPJ is probably a little cold. Kelly Olenek and Christian Wood carry the offense. As always. As always. But the Rockets don't defend the three point line. As always. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like that's just me. Um, but personally, yeah, I see us losing to Golden State. Um, that's fair. These guys are fighting for their playoff lives. They're going to give it all their effort. They're right at the cusp. They're the 10th seed right now in the play-in. So um, at this point in time, they're under 500. So you want – they want to – they're giving it their all. They're trying to win. And I completely respect it. So I highly, highly doubt that we win, considering that they're playing for their playoff lives. Yeah, and they're they're and playing they're, to be in the play-in. Yeah, yeah and the, and then their their team is built. They a lot of them have still have been there. Oh yeah, well, not a lot of them, but Draymond, Steph, the right people, basically. Yeah, yeah, the core, the core yeah. foundation. Yeah. Um, uh, I agree. Uh, I think Warriors will win this just because. Of the fact that, like you said, they're playing for they're playing for their playoff lives here. Uh, Curry wants the way that he's shooting the ball. He wants a chance to make it to the dance again. They missed it last year. I'm sure Curry misses it. Absolutely. Uh, he wants to get back in. I'm sure Draymond, for his competitive fire, wants to get back in too. So I think that the Warriors will win. But I do think since it's in Houston, it will be a little bit closer. I don't think full blowout. I think it starts a blowout. I think Curry drops like 20. I think Curry drops like 20 in the 
first like quarter and a half yeah. but then rockets claw cl- uh cl- scratch and claw back they ultimately lose in a very high scoring game 120 to 114 and i think that kpj continues the hot streak not a 50 piece um he dumbs it down to a 25 piece nugget um nothing wrong with 25 piece nuggets. 25 piece nuggets is great it's an uneven number but still great uh cully olenic like you said cully olenic Carries the offense once again. Uh, baby Thor doing work. I expect him to do really well. Uh, not defending, yeah, like you said, they're not going to defend the three point line very well. Draymond Green's going to continue being a uh, a pest. I can see Jay Sean Tate and Draymond not going at each other, but I can definitely see a little bit of <laughs> you know a little well, bit of be a little bit of action going on there. Yeah, for sure. There's gonna be a lot of hustle. On yeah, that, a lot on of that. hustle and a lot of hustle and bustle. Maybe not enough for a fight, but you can you might you might see some trash talk going both ways. Absolutely. Uh, KJ Martin, I expect a big block out of him <laughs> at oh, yes, some yes, point. Yes, yes, yes. At some point, uh, Armani Brooks should hit a few threes. Like I said, I don't expect a blot, but I do expect uh, an L. Use a uh, competitive game. A competitive L. Yeah. yeah, which has been most games I think we've lost. Yeah. So, okay, so let's move on here. Game two, it's a uh, Knicks versus Rockets. Spotlight the boy. Spotlight my MVP for this season, Julius Mother Effin Randall, doing work. Julius Randall carrying his team, like carrying his team. Like they're the wait, hang on, they're let me the pull fourth this. seed. They're the fourth seed currently. Yes, oh my god, they're ahead. They're a half game ahead of Atlanta. Oh, I love it. And, I love you know, it. and then they're a full game ahead of Boston. Oh, so they're they're amazing. trying to keep that uh level as well. Yep. So um, what you, give me your prediction. New York wins. Because uh, they, they're playing they're playing for positioning they're, as well. You know, they're playing yeah. for home court advantage. They're not playing like they can drop down to six literally with a loss to anybody if if uh if Boston wins. So you know what that means? That would put them up against Milwaukee. Going mm-hmm. to Milwaukee, yeah. the third seed. That's yeah. not what you want. If I'm New York, win. Win, win, win. Because if you can have a first round game one opening up at Madison Square Garden. The Mecca. For the first yep. time in like 10 years. Oh my God. Can you even imagine the crowd there? Oh, it'll be. And I'm going to watch that game. Oh, for sure. Because MSG is going to be live. You can imagine my boy, Jerry Ferrara. <laughs> okay. <laughs> shout entourage. out to the entourage. <laughs> Look the way. Hopefully they shout that after a dub. But I agree fully. Oh, give me a final score. Oh, man. One, of, one hold on, hold on. 122 116 New York. Okay, keeping it close, keeping it close, Julius Randle. Okay. I do agree with you there. I'm waiting to disagree at some point. I'm ho- I keep I keep saying I'm like, gosh, come on, come on, GM, hit me the other way. Uh Knicks do play for their lives. Julius Randle has just been nothing but clutch. He's just been so good. Uh RJ Barrett is, you know, consistently getting better, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a scrappy game. Um, Julius, it's gonna be Julius Randle versus Jay Sean Tate and Kelly Olynyk basically is the power yeah, forwards and Christian Wood and Christian Wood. So I do think that those three in particular play very well. I actually think the standout player for that game for the Rockets will be Jay Sean Tate. I think Jay Sean Tate he likes the challenge. I think he likes to play against the best uh, in his position. Yeah. So I think that he'll play very well too. But Julius Randle's led Knicks. Julius Randle's probably gonna drop like. 30 and i think it's just going to be way too much and uh way too much will for the knicks and like you said a chance to play at the garden dude the last time that they made the playoffs carmelo anthony was still a nick was it 2011 or 2012 something like that it's absolutely 
infa- unfathomable for a, a, a team like this. No, now, the, granted, if the owners, yeah. the owners balls, but at the same time, like well, it's the last New time they York. Were, the last time they were there was nine years ago because that yeah. was the year that uh, insanity had had occurred. Yes, yeah, because they made the playoffs that year. Yeah, because Melo was out, but then he came back. Yeah, so. It's absolutely insane because people need to put respect back in New York's name because of the fact that, you know, the Lakers made their comeback. They've only been for they only been gone for a few years, but the Knicks have been irrelevant for nine years. Yeah, I think that it's really it's important insane. that the Knicks it's, are successful. It's good for the city. It's yeah. good for the city. It's good for the NBA. And it's great for the, the NBA. Of the NBA. Yep. So exactly. I think that the Knicks um, being there and the possibility of separate boroughs in the second round of a Brooklyn versus the New York Knicks in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Just imagine what that would do for the city of New York. And just imagine what it would and imagine the and imagine how personal it would be between the two teams. Like, yes. It'll I be would, scrappy as hell. I can't it. wait. I mean, I think if that happens yeah. I'm but I mean they have to get past Atlanta yeah. or Boston yeah. first. Well well also like well they'll get it past Atlanta. I really I really believe it. I, I, I believe in I believe in New York. But okay. Um we are gonna. By the way, guys, we are, we will do an episode on playoffs once the seeds are locked in. We'll we'll, we'll do we'll do a side episode. We'll do a, an episode. We'll talk about the playoffs for sure. Even though the Rockets are not in it, we can all drink a brewski and relax and yes. just talk about seedings for fun. But uh, moving on, moving on here. Oh, I didn't give my my final score either. Uh, Rockets lose another nail biter. Uh, Julius Randle hits a big big shot down the stretch. Rockets lose one twenty four to one nineteen. Closer than I well, that's one more point. I'm just calling point. big. I'm just calling out big scores because that's the Rockets are just an off. We're just offensively. We just keep dropping buckets offensively. You so mean, you mean defensively challenged? Yeah, defensively challenged as well. Game three. Let's go ahead and move on here. Game three. Daryl Morey led 76ers. Never thought I'd ever say this in my lifetime. Uh, Joel Embiid, Benny Simmons, Danny Green, the squad doing work currently uh they're the number two seed the number two seed they're a half game back at brooklyn okay cool 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 so give me uh give me a final score here for them 125 120 rockets i think philly might rest um i think you don't think they care i don't think they care too much Mm. Um, they might not try in the sense they're still trying to get the one seed, but I don't think there's much of a difference to them whether they go one or two. Um, they're a team that's been around. They've been there. Um, so I think personally that for them it's not as important being number one unless they're thinking of pride. But I think they they might view us as a trap game. Mm-hmm. And it's at Toyota Center, and it's the second to last game at Toyota. So I think that for the Rockets, they might um, play, play with, with a bit pride. more vigor, you yeah. know, considering that they lost the last two. Yeah. Um, but that's just me personally. What I think. Um. This is where the divide. This is where the divide happens. I'm going to have to disagree with you here. I think that the Sixers would want the one seed. I think for their psyche, they need it. I don't think the Nets need it at all. Like I, I believe that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, they'd like that for pride purposes. Yeah. If I were them, I would try to get the one seed, just because, uh, just because, just for pride's sake, and they haven't had much playoff success at all. 
You you'd like to be to the second round. You'd like to be the first seed going to the playoffs. What yeah. it does for your team, knowing that you're the big, you're the big, uh, you're the big baddie, you're the number one in your conference. I think that they would feel the need for that. I mean, how did that make Chris Paul feel the year 2018? Exactly, and that was exactly I was going to reference it to that yeah. Simpatico. Yeah, so I agree. So I disagree. I think that the Sixers they do they do view it as a trap game. And they won't let it get to the trap game. You said it. You're, you said it, and you were right. It's the second to last home game. But at the end of the day, it is the second to last home game. So yeah, it's exactly. not the last. So they'll play hard. They'll keep it close. Give me a final score for the the six. Philly. Yeah, I already gave it to you. Oh, you did. One twenty-five. One twenty. Oh yeah, my bad. Okay. Rockets. Okay, I'll go one twenty-five. One twenty, and I'll flip the script. <laughs> uh, okay, Philly. All, all right. 125 to 120, Philly, because I was right, right around what I was going to put the total at. Touche. So, all right, let's move on here for game four, Rockets Rockets and Bucks. Rockets and Bucks, the revenge, Drew Holiday's revenge game. Bucks, <laughs> Bucks win, but I don't think Drew Holiday dominates KPJ. I think Defensively. Defensively, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that KPJ is not going to drop fifty. He gets he gets twenty. He gets twenty plus. Yeah, yeah. If the Bucks wanted to fool around, they could double for fun. I don't know if they would. No, I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. I, I, if I were the Bucks, I wouldn't shy away from the game plan just because I, of something personal. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 they no. got bigger fish to fry. Absolutely, the they got a title that so they want to win. Them, it should be more of a tune-up, sure. unless. They want to show a wrinkle on defense, practice a wrinkle on defense, prepare themselves for another guy. Like they can okay, let's think about this. Like they let's say, for example, that they play the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs, right? So what can happen is like, okay, we're gonna guard Kevin Porter Jr. like we're guarding James Harden. Mm. Let's play this game like if we were to play the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs. So what we're going to do is, okay, so let's do this, let's do that, and practice these wrinkles on D. You know yeah, what I mean? they could do something like that for sure. I agree. Yeah. I think that it could, it, uh, yeah, I guess it could end up that way. I think the Bucks win in a blowout. I don't think they. T- I don't think it's because it's personal. I just think that it's because it's in Milwaukee. They're just a better team. They're just a better team. And mob and my boy shoehead PJ Tucker goes for a career high. I don't know what his career high is, but it's a career. He's high. gonna go for a career high of eleven points. I'm just, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Maybe a season high of eleven points. Don't knock down our boy Peach. I'm knocking it. I'm not knocking him down. He hit huge threes for us. But yeah, no. Uh, it's gonna be a blow. It's gonna be a blowout. I I think it's gonna be maybe lower scoring. I'm gonna say one one oh nine ninety two. You think there's actually possessions? Yeah. In the game? Sorry, excuse me, guys. I'm so sorry, but um. Yeah, there's probably not going to be as many, as many possessions because usually Milwaukee they don't play to a fast pace. Mm-mm, they don't. Yeah. Okay, let's move on here. Rockets, Rockets at Jazz. Number one, the number one seed currently in the Western Conference. Rockets take the L. Rockets take the L because uh-huh. it's in Utah. Yep. I have nothing else to say about that. I don't like Utah, but they're the number. They're the number. They're tied for the number one seed with Phoenix. Oh, so. that's so cute. They're the number one seed. <laughs> they're still going to get knocked down the second round. By the by, the Lakers. Yep, it don't matter. I don't care where the Lakers are, and and I'm and I may and I may lose some some fans for my whatever fans we have. <laughs> Cannot believe and Rudy Gobert. I think those guys are not playoff. They are they've been in the playoffs multiple times, but they have been rubbish 
Ever since they've gone in, they've been second round wonders. They are who they are, and they do not have they do not have the players capable of getting past LeBron's Lakers or hell even making it to the NBA Finals. They are who they are, and until they prove me wrong, I refuse to buy their stock. I, like I said in prior episodes, I would buy Phoenix's stock way before I'd buy uh, the Utah Jazz's stock. And you can, I guess, you could argue both ways and be like, oh. Devin Booker's not proven. Well, Chris Paul's proven. So, <laughs> touche. He's so, been there, and he's been there. Yeah. So, I'll buy that stock. So, but I I agree though. Uh, back on topic, I do agree. Uh, Jazz will Jazz will win. Uh, not much to say on that topic either. Uh, it'll be a it'll probably be a blowout. Uh, most Highly likely, because likely, yeah. it's in Utah. Feels yeah. in Houston, maybe not. But it's in it's in Utah, so it's probably gonna be a blowout. So I agree with you. Let's move on here. What game are we on? One, two, three, four, five, six. Game six. Rockets at Blazers. Another team that we despise. Another player that we despise. Dame Dalla. Damian Lillard's led Blazers playing for a play, playing for a play in. I mean, I, I, let's just preface this by saying that we don't hate Damian Lillard. I don't. Because I, of I don't. Yeah. Oh. Not, not, but not in particular because of anything personal. It's no, just no. that he demands this kind of respect, and the media gives him this respect that feels undeserved, especially to us Rocket fans. Considering he's ended two first-round series with a bucket, he's only <laughs> been to the conference finals once or once twice. Once, and he got snow. Once, and he, and he got swept. And he got swept. So um, We can say that— Against the Warriors won. team that we ended up—we should have beaten. Yes. So, you know, that and, just goes know, to show. Like it just it just shows that, you know, like come on, dude. Like I, I I respect it, but you haven't had that much playoff success. And it he is the epitome of aesthetics in his game. The aesthetics of his game is like very very um very very um what's it called? Loud and nice and smooth. Yeah, yeah. But, he's one of the best players in the NBA today. Yes. And I'm not I'm not we're not gonna knock him on that. And I wanted him out of the draft, out of ball he came out yeah, of Yeah, absolutely. He came you out of Weber him. State. You, you I wanted him. You yeah. were a huge Lillard yeah. guy. But just you know how the media gives him that love that Harden never received is what kind of upset us a little bit. But in that regard, I do think that Portland will still be playing for they're still playing for playoff positioning at that point in time. They're currently the seventh seed. Um with an opportunity to possibly drop down. That is not what you want um, for them. Um, and they also are like half game and a game back of moving up to the fifth or sixth seed. So they're going to try to move up and make a Dallas or an LA play in the play in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. in that regard, they're playing for the playoff lives. And again, the Rockets are not. So that's another Portland W in my opinion. I'm going to disagree with you here because I've not given the Rockets a dub at all. <laughs> I'm strategically giving them. I, uh, yeah, you are strategic. I am just trying to be. I'm just trying to play the nice guy and give my team a dub at some point. So I think the Rockets take just take the dub here for the sake of taking a dub. <laughs> um, all all signs all signs point to because these are all playoff teams playing for playoff positioning outside of uh out outside of God maybe yeah like you said even um. The Sixers, to a degree, yeah. wouldn't be playing for playoff positioning. But, yeah. I mean, in a way, they are. So, every team, this is it. Like, you're either playing for positioning, playoff positioning, or you're playing for pride. Yeah. So, most of the teams we're facing here are all in the playoffs. Yep. I just disagree because I just think that the Rockets... I think, honestly, when you match up Damian Lillard 
with a KPJ. Mm-hmm. I think KPJ will try to not take up the matchup personally, but at least try to show out to show that he's on a similar level. Yeah. I think he'll have a ball. I think I he'll have a that. balls out game. I think everyone does what they usually do and yeah. they do squeak out the win down the stretch. Uh, I think it's in Portland. In Portland. I think they squeak. I think they squeak out a four point game. It's going to be 116 to 112. I, I did see revenge game over here. But <laughs> <laughs> One Touché. guy, one guy was here for half a season. The other guy was here for, gosh, ten games. But uh, you know, here Poor we are. Guy. So okay, so let's move on here to game seven. Rockets and Lakers. Rockets at Lakers. LeBron has returned. I think this is a LeBron tune-up game. He yeah, plays probably like twenty twenty-five minutes. I agree. Um, before the playoffs, I mean, he's already he 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 returned they, last night. I don't think they care about positioning. I think the only thing that no, maybe they no. care maybe they just, they just they'll try to get home, maybe they'll push for a home court in the first round. But even then, I I, I doubt. I don't it. think they care. Um, I think that um, the Lakers still get the W here in Staples. Yeah, I think that our you know our boy Kevin Porter Jr. decides to hit up some strip clubs in L.A. and have some fun the night before. So I right, fifty piece and an L. <laughs> I like it. Okay, I agree. I agree with you. Um, I was going to say though, that, you know, when the, during the last dance, uh, Jordan, Jordan always says uh, in the playoffs, he always goes, anytime their backs are against the wall, still got to come to Chicago. That's what yep. he, remember he always said that LeBron on the other hand, you don't need a home, you don't need, uh, you don't need the home, the home, uh, the home seat advantage. He's going to say, you still got to come through me. <laughs> that, yep, it's true. That is at the end of the day, he could be first. Second, third, he could be six, seven, eight. It don't freaking matter. You gotta get, you gotta get through the king. If you and can the king, eliminate the king, the king has reigned supreme every year going into the finals. So no matter what anyone says, and we're gonna dive deeper into this in a future episode, especially before the playoffs for sure, absolutely. But you still, it's still got to go through the king. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Tune-up game. Did you predict the Rockets L here? I did. You did put the Rockets off. I think the Rockets take the L against uh, the Lakers. I'm gonna give give the Rockets another dub. Ugh. I don't know about that. I'm gonna give the Rockets another dub. You're two a in a row. Generous. Two in a row away. <laughs> You're doing a little generous. Two in a row away from home. See, that's that's really generous. I'm I'm freaking generous because I just it it builds that that mindset for them. So I'm hoping yeah. that they that they that they do get a dub here. Yeah. Uh, I I pick out another uh, squeaker here. Uh, you never know. <laughs> or LeBron could just sit out. It's a possibility. And we could and we could win. So <laughs> there is that. So okay, let's move on here. Uh, game number eight: Clippers at Rockets. Last Clip- home game Clippers of at the Rockets. season. Clippers okay. at Rockets. I will preface this: Kawhi sits. PG probably sits. Rockets take the dub over the Clippers. Okay. You know, because you know, Teron Lue came interviewed and spurned us. Prove that boy wrong. He chose the wrong team. Mm. I'm just kidding. But not that I, I wanted him. I think but, that mm. the Rockets win today. I mean, not sorry, not today. Win that game. Okay. Rockets take the dub, and I think it's going to be 113, 105. Houston. Kevin Porter Jr. 31 points, 12 assists. Christian Wood. 25 and 13. Okay, 25 and 13. Yep. Now, no stat line for Olenek? Olenek, 50 points, 50 rebounds. There it is. <laughs> yeah, son of a gun. Give him the Kevin Love stat line. <laughs> uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, Kevin Love, might I add. Not not this current iteration. Not the one that 
basically bounce the ball in. Okay, well, no, no, no. I, 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 uh, I don't want to argue. <laughs> there was a prior play that happened, and I watched the whole thing, and I was like, oh, okay. Kevin Love was just frustrated. It wasn't at the team. He it was felt at the like ref. he got. Yeah, he felt like he got hit. That's fair. And the ref didn't call foul. There was but, no context in the video. Yeah, there's no context. Yeah, in the video. it's okay. just so bad. All right. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to say this, and I hope it doesn't affect draft positioning. Uh Rockets string together the first three game win streak since like the eight game win streak. <laughs> and they do win their last game at home against the Clippers. God, you got some really high I got hopes. three in a row against playoff tested high teams. High hopes. I am praying to God that they kill two birds with one stone here by showing the players that they are capable of beating big time teams. Whilst not losing their draft order, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that'd be it, huge and it, you know, it's the equivalent of it's the equivalent of hitting a few threes in a blowout loss of just like, all right, you can carry that into the next game. Exactly. You know, hopefully they can carry these wins into next season. So three big wins, Portland for me, Portland Lakers Clippers show that they are capable. Shows that the Rockets are capable of getting big dubs against big teams. Yeah. All right, game number nine, last game of the season. Clint Capella, Trey Young. And the Atlanta Hawks against our Rockets away. What do you think? They take an L. Rockets take an L. <clears throat> if that if if it, if it, if the if the seating stays close in the East, Atlanta will be playing um, tough the rest of the way. Yep. Um, if mm-hmm. if a victory impacts their um, seating here, I, there's no way Atlanta loses against the Rockets. Um, it's just my opinion. Yeah. I think it's a blowout. Uh, probably like one twenty five, one oh two. To Atlanta. Okay. Trey Young puts up like 40 plus to put them over the top, get them and keep them in the five seed. Okay. As opposed to going number six to play Milwaukee. Um, I can see them staying ahead of Boston, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I, I agree with you. Uh, this is one of the few times we've agreed uh, during this during this prediction. But uh, they're going to play hard. It's the last game of the season. The Rock- This Rockets team is going to play hard. They're going to play for pride. So I think it won't be a blowout. I think it'll be closer. But they still take the L. Atlanta's uh, playing for positioning, and uh, for the sake of the tank, I cannot let our I cannot let the Rockets go four and five. <laughs> Please, <laughs> gotta let it gotta let it be. So I, I think going the, two and seven. I got the them going three and six. So yeah. they lose a close one, uh, one one twenty six to one twenty one. It's gonna be close, high scoring. Uh, everyone's gonna show out here. Uh, my prediction is Christian Wood and KPJ both drop 50 pieces while the rest of the team scores 24 points. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding I'm I would kidding. be dead. But uh, yeah, so okay. All right, so you got two and seven the rest of the way. Two uh, and seven and three and six should not affect draft positioning at most. We're still two games ahead. I don't think so. So it, sh- it shouldn't kill us. Mm. I-, I just took that three-game win streak because I just think they need I just think they need that going into the next season. You just season. want them to be within you the want top them three. To yeah. But, I mean, as exactly. long as they're top three it's all equal. in um, percentages, because yeah. they have a 50% shot of keeping the pick. Top three is equal, And a 50% yeah. shot of not keeping the pick, according to the math. So, in that regard, it's not going to completely affect everything. You just worry about keeping the pick at all that the lottery goes our way i agree i agree and yeah. i hope that it and i hope that we can continue to do that uh accordingly and we keep our draft positioning so that's going to end our first well not our first ever we've done this before i think we did this last at the end of last season uh, well, for the playoffs. Yeah. Some, I, I dubbed it summit stradamus <laughs> predicts <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that that closes that closes that chapter. So you got two and seven, I got three and six. All yeah. we can pray is, is that uh, we get to watch some fun games, and uh, Rockets keep taking L's, obviously, but we get a few dubs here and there. So yeah. I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll take it. Before we go into this amazing game, before we have some fun, you know, I always think about it. It's always nice to have fun. It's always nice to, you know, have a couple of brewskis, a couple of drinks every now and then when you're with your boys, when you're with your friends. Whether or not you're in Toyota Center or a Minute Maid or at the bar, you always need to be careful and not drive drunk. Hey, you. Are you going to take one for the road? What did that last drink cost you exactly? Thousands of dollars in legal and court costs? Your license? And possibly your job when you're arrested for driving drunk? The Summit State of Mind reminds you that the law enforcement is always out every day protecting everyone from drunk drivers. If you're watching a Rockets game or an Astros game, celebrate responsibly and don't take a chance because chances are you will be caught. You can designate a sober driver, call an Uber, or call a family member or friend from home, or take a ride straight to jail. Remember, you drink and drive, you lose. Now let's move forward here for this awesome game I have planned for y'all. The GM has no idea what's coming to him. I'm going to be spitting out the facts. He's going to be answering the questions, and we'll see what we come up with, because I know everyone's going to want to listen to this. We're going to dive. We're going to have some fun. We're going to play games here on the Summit State of Mind. Moving on. For the last part of this episode, we have been getting requests in from our fans that they have been... they Well, not even requests, just feedback saying that they've been enjoying our... Our segments, our last segments of uh, the episode, which is always, you know, I've been plugging in games here and there, and they said that they've been enjoying it. The people have, the people have spoken. The people's word. Jalen Rose said it, give the people what they want. We got to give the people what they want, GM. They've been asking for it, so we're going to give it to them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to play another game here. I have no idea what this game is to preface anything. Just to preface it. The GM has no idea. I came up with the game myself. This is uh well, it, it's it's a game. It's it's like an it's a pretty known game. Like it's not like it's nothing brand new. The second I say it, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, no, I know exactly what this is." So just to let y'all know, yeah, GM has no idea what it is. It's going to be a fun game. He has no idea what's coming. It's going to be it's going to be good and a little bit hilarious at the same time. So <laughs> GM, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. That I am. All right, D-Generation X. Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. Let's play our first ever game of start, bench, cut. Oh, (laughs) all right. All right, I'm in. All right, start, bench, cut. The first one, Mm -hmm. Steve Francis, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. Oof. (laughs) Oof. Okay, obviously you start Chris Paul. Let's be real here. Oh, come on now. I agree with you. I agree with you. For sure. No, no. Uh, okay, let me, let me, okay. Sorry, let me make the rules here, actually. This is all Rockets because we're an all Rockets podcast. It's going to be all Rockets players. And on top of that, it's not going to be the players in their prime. It's how they came. It's how they came in. So it has to be how they are. So Chris Paul's still thirty four when he come, when he yep. plays with us. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 like that. They're not in their primes. Okay. It's literally how they are when they come in. They okay. could be in their primes. Nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing's changed. My, my hasn't changed. Good. Start CP three. Okay. Bench. 
Steve Francis, okay. cut Russell oh, Westbrook. Oh, man, this because guy. Because you, know, you oh, know why? Because Steve Francis gave his heart to this team. And he was, God, I loved watching Steve Francis. But, you know, he was, man, super one-on-one. Russell Westbrook, before Russell Westbrook. Derek Rose, he was like a, you he know. He was. We talked about this. You know, like, we talked about this in the prior episode. He was very much yeah. like that and cut from the same cloth in Absolutely. that sense. Um, you know, like he was playing alongside guys like what Baron Davis, who played just mm-hmm. like him, you mm-hmm. know, in that sense. Um, but in my opinion, you got to keep if, if if we're going to go bench wise, like not, I don't know, coming off the bench or he's got to be benched. Steve yeah, yeah Fran- I'll come off Steve, the bench. I want yeah, to see Francis on my roster. OK, OK. Over Russell Westbrook. Mm. All right. We agree on the starting spot. No one. And no one beats Chris Paul. He is a numero uno point guard in Houston Rockets history over Calvin Murphy. I'm sorry. Even with his two seasons, the yep. success he garnered in those two seasons. Jesus Christ. It made it seem like Chris Paul's played here for like six years. It, like, it, it, fe- like, yeah. it felt like it. But um, should I give him a third year Harden? God damn it. Um, Before I get too emotional. uh, I have Paul starting. I have Westbrook off the bench. Just because that stretch he put together before the the NBA season got cut off. Holy crap on a cracker. Dude was showing MVP numbers. He averaged 30 points a game, 8 assists, and like 7 or 8 rebounds. The dude was killing it. Never would have, if he strung that together going into the if it went like regular, I don't think Westbrook would have gotten hurt. I think the layoff, you know, it's because it was an abrupt stop. Yeah. And then you have to work your body. The body was already worked going in. Westbrook Mm -hmm. knows his body. I don't think he would have gotten hurt. And you never know. Maybe the seeds maybe would have been better seeded. Yeah. And, you know, neither here nor there, obviously. I agree with you in the sense of that Francis gave his heart to the team. But at the same time, Russell Westbrook was giving his heart to the team as well. It's just that he got hurt. He hurt his quad. Yeah. So it's not for lack of hustle for Westbrook. Nope. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna take that away from him. So I'm gonna honor Westbrook here and let him come off the bench. Uh, I'm gonna cut Francis. I'm sure people aren't gonna like that, but uh, I don't care. <laughs> so I respect it. Okay. I do. All right. So let's move on here. Uh, number two. Oh man, this is the one that actually, when I put it together, I got like, I was like, ah, crap, I don't know who I'm gonna pick. So this is all gonna be on the fly. Shane Battier, uh-huh. Trevor Ariza, Ron Artest. Ooh, <laughs> that wow. yeah, I I I am. You know how I feel about Trev. <laughs> so I am. Okay, this I is, don't. Uh, okay. Who's gonna go first? Go, go, you go, you go. Please, please, I'm gonna, please. I'm gonna start. Trevor Ariza, champion. He's the only guy that has, you know, even though our test one with, with uh, Kobe as well, I just think Ariza is a better team player, in my opinion. Okay, yeah. Okay? Okay. If I had to bench someone, I'm benching Ron Artest. I'm sorry. I loved Ron Artest. And, <laughs> and his I shook his hand. And he was just he, he he he. You could tell he was socially awkward. But I oh, loved, he was so awkward. I love. He was like, "You want me to sign you?" Remember what he said when I met him, Ron? Can you sign my tell? You didn't use his tell, did you? And I'm like, "The fuck? That's so awkward." Like, no, no. <laughs> I just got it. Like they just handed it to me. 
Anyways, it was it was the beginning of a beautiful friendship. But, <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, okay. Yes, and I'm gonna. Wow, have to you're cut gonna cut Shane Battier, Duke Legend. Yeah, Shane Battier. Wow. Yeah, I mean, X's and O's. I, I Kobe really Bryant's liked, toughest matchup. I really like Shane. Yeah, I love I love Shane. I love and all now, three. And of the them. funny thing is, all three of them won rings. But that's I'm why I thought it was go, a perfect matchup. I'm going to yeah. go based on what appeals to me and what I look for because I want. A major team player like an Ariza, who is rem- reminiscent of every championship team's like major role player. Same as Battier with the Heatles. Same as Shane. Well, even even the you oh know? even the oh nine iteration of the Rockets, Battier hit huge threes. He did. Like I'm not huge I'm not, threes. I'm not, um, yeah. But at the same time, I'm just gonna be real here. I like a little crazy on my squad. You know what I'm saying? I know you like, like a little, I like bit, a Rod, little, little bit of Rodman. I like a, a little, little bit of hostility. I like Just a little bit. Be hated. I like a little bit of that. You know, like that someone who won't is not afraid to fight. So that's why I took our test over Battier. Just in my opinion, that's just how I feel. Okay, but you need that enforcer on any team. All right, I am still. I came up with the game, and I still, I still don't even have a straight answer. And that's the thing. I put the just to let y'all know. I put these together, but I don't already have the answers in my mind. I'm, I'm literally trying to. I. I did it to where I just put it together and then I'm going to go with the GM on it. I didn't think about it after I put it together. So I agree with you on uh, Ron Artest. For, okay, let me just start by saying this. Ron Artest out of all three is the only one capable of dropping 30 to 35 if he mm, wants. Yep. Artest can be hot and cold. He can be streaky. But nonetheless, he gives you a more bulkier... Uh, Physical presence at yeah, the three. Yeah, reminds me a little bit of Vernon. Reminds me yes, a little bit of Vernon. Yeah. Maybe not as athletic. But a little bit, but reminds me a lot of Vernon. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's the only one that can be capable of thirty. So with that said, oh my god, this is gonna kill me. Okay, I would start our test. I respect that. I would start our test just and you know, let me be honest with you, GM. Well, uh, that was not what I thought about like uh, like a few minutes ago. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna cut our test, but then I realized out of all three, he's the only one that's capable of dropping thirty. And yeah. he can do it in the playoffs too, and I think you need that, especially yeah. whoever he's playing with, whether it be a T Mac, a Harden, or yeah. whoever. You need to be able to have that on your team. You need that quote unquote role player, a little bit above a role player, to be able to help you and drop those points, yeah. like Vernon did uh, against Phoenix. So I have our test starting. God, I love Ariza too much. I'm gonna keep Ariza on the bench. <laughs> this is not even the like cut Battier. Like God, this kills me. Because I love Batty. He's hands down one of my favorite Rockets of all time. Yeah. Uh, Shane was just, he was he was just a wonderful it's player. Just, he was a consummate it, professional. Yeah, and, and then Clyde anyone, would say. and I'm sure the, the arguments are going to go for our fans. It's going to literally go, uh, hey man, Trevor Rizzo, 0 for 12 in game 7. Yep. Okay, well, newsflash, guys. There's a reason why he went 0 for 12 in game 7. Because he had to defend the two greatest pair of shooters in NBA history. That is why he had him and PJ both he had, had no, no legs. legs going into it. They lost Paul in games six and seven, so they had to turn it up even more because you lost one of your primary perimeter defenders, one of your best perimeter defenders. Yep. To, and then Ariza, and then Ariza got costed. You don't get sixty-five wins and make it to the conference finals, make it to a assembled team in NBA history without Trevor Ariza. Let's be real yep, here. True. And it was the biggest anomaly, in my opinion, in NBA history. Yep. That 0 for 27. Mm-hmm. So, Ariza comes off the bench. God, I cut Battier. I'm so sorry, Kobe. 
Because I know that you rank uh, Battier as... You know what? To be honest, I was thinking about cutting our test. That was actually my deal. So That blows me, that blows me mind. All right. So let's move on here. Let's move on here. Uh, all right. This, is for, this one's for you, GM. Jeremy Lin. Kyle Lowry. Goran Dragic. Now, not prime. This is how they were on the team. Lowry's still young. Lowry's not a stud yet. Mm-hmm. Dragic. Kind of becoming a stud, maybe getting into his prime while coming into our while he was on our team because he was really showing out, and then Jeremy Lin post uh, Lin Sanity. Oh man, I'll give um, my, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Ren. Come on. Oh okay. Yeah, I I've made up my mind, and go. I, don't, I don't care what anybody says. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm starting Gordon Dragic. Oh okay. I'm I starting Lin. loved Gogi when he was here. But you love when Lin too. Gogi was here. I thought you loved I Lin loved though. Gogi. Gordon Dragic was the point guard, in my opinion, that we lost. Oh that we God. lost out on. We should yeah. if we had some way to keep him, and then get James Harden. I think there would have been a lot more success in 2014 with the Dwight. Oh, they should have. In my they should have. They should have just. In my opinion, dude, what was, what, the deal was what three years, thirty? Yes, they didn't want to give him the fourth oh year, the player God. option. Darryl you pay Moore, him that. Daryl Morey doesn't give player options. Yeah, no, but that's but, still you know, dumb. in you hindsight, hindsight's 2020. But we 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 always felt that. But we, you know, we, we but, yes, but regardless time, of Harden coming, Morey didn't know that he was going to get Harden. So in that regard, he didn't. He wasn't sure because that was the off season that Lynn signed. And then Lynn when Lynn Oshik. signed, yeah, the poison they, they traded for Harden in October. Yep. Yep. So that timeline was so short, you don't know exactly. But in my opinion, I think Les Alexander wanted Jeremy Lin as well because of Lin's sanity, more money, China, all of that. You know, Business side, Les Alexander probably believed Jeremy Lin was more marketable than Goran Dragic. We had no star. Think about it in that sense, right? Okay. Bench, people are going to hate me, Jeremy Lin. I love Jeremy. But Kyle I Lowry, sat back in my Kyle chair Lowry like I got hit shot. some big shots for us this in 2009 guy. off the this bench. This is not prime. Not prime Toronto Lowry. Yep. But the year, before, the year when he got traded for James Harden, when it was the Dragic-Lowry show, yeah. Lowry was still very solid. Yeah, yeah. But Dragic outshined him for a little bit. Yes, he did. Yeah. But you know what? I still love Jeremy Lin. I'm sorry, guys. Everyone's going to hate me for this. He's an LOF. I, He's I an was, LOF. I was a Lin guy when he was at Harvard. He's a LOF. A Lin only fan. I'm not, but, you know, but I mean, that's just me. It's fine. I'll take the heat. Because that, that is more personal for okay. me. You know, and Lowry, Lowry's like, he's like an overcompensating Chris Paul. He tries really hard. He flops a lot. And I mean... I admire him, but he was also a playoff failure for so long before yeah, they won that's it. that's true. He just played terribly all the time in the playoffs. They could never get over the hump. Um, but I admire Kyle Lowry. I like. I still like he's his grit. game. Yeah, he's grit. But for sure, this is my team. And if I had to pick, oh my god, I'm sorry, Kyle. But okay, you're out of here, brother. All right. Okay. All right. I uh, I agree with you on the starting spot. Uh, I'm gonna give it to my boy Goran Dragic. Oh my Gogi! I love Goran Dragic. I love me some Oh my Gogi. Shout out to our boys that uh, at Oh my Gogi. Yeah, shout outs to the boys at Oh my Gogi on Rice. Doing, <laughs> doing work, Jervis. Doing work. Yeah, our boy um, Jervis. Yeah. Shout outs to you. I don't even know if you probably have no idea about this podcast even exists, but <laughs> shout outs to you anyways. Um, yeah. Okay, so I agree with you. Uh, Gogi was just a beast. We were at that Lakers game. Rest in oh, peace, Kobe, yeah, once again. Yeah. Where Kobe played, and they were going back and forth, and fucking Goran hit a huge three. And then that was the, dude, 
And then he did that with Kelvin Sampson. Bump, chest bump. One more time. Chest bump. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, so I agree there. Uh, Goran hits. He hit huge shots for us. Uh-huh. He was coming into his prime. He was doing work. Coming out of Steve Nash's shadow. Yep. He was killing it. He played so well with Courtney Lee and Kevin Martin and Chase Budinger. Uh, they were that was a that was a scrappy squad. They were really good I once upon a time. And Goron, squad. like you said, Goron added to that team. Now, with that said, Goron three it would have been three years, thirty million, or with a fourth with a fourth year option. I cut Jeremy Lin just because of the fact that God dang it, like three. You pay the same, pretty much the same money to Jeremy Lin. How could you like? Okay, and I get it. I get it. It's for uh, the market. It's for a, yeah. a potential. It's a, it's for a face because you didn't get Harden. I I get that, but we're talking basketball. <laughs> for God's sake. Well, Larry, Larry, let's talk. Larry's Justin, the one that got us. 2014 Harden. playoffs. His... Jeremy Lin lost the ball. Remember in games one or two? No, where, it was it was game four. Was it game four? No, yeah. what it was that? I was like, we were at home. No, 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 it was at home. No, because it was at. It was no, no, Portland. I know, I know, but it was one of the. It was one of the games where Jeremy Lin just like he just randomly. It was one of the games where he. It was it was a home game, and then remember he, he lost I the ball in mid air. He lost the ball in mid air. He lost the ball in mid air. How do you lose the ball in mid air? That's some like next level thinking of screwing up. Yeah. So if you're talking Kyle Lowry screwing up, fucking Jeremy Lin is so much worse. He, 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 okay, How do you I, turn the I ball over I in a cannot, crucial possession? Just, I cannot defend my decision logically. <laughs> Let's be real here, because if I'm logically, all right, you got to start Kyle Lowry over Dragic because. No, no, well, no, yeah. no, no. I disagree I because I like Lowry's grit off the bench. Yeah, we. Th- that was him in two thousand nine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I like his grit off the bench. Yes. I like his grit off the bench, and we're we're talking. Yeah, yeah, his position. But in I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I Brooks. believe that the best point guard out of those yeah, three guys in a rocket uniform, be Lowry, was. Oh no, no Goran Dragic. Yeah, that's why I picked. No, that's why I picked Goran. I agreed with like you. The, 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 when so, Dragic became the starter, he put up all star numbers for that point in time because Lowry got hurt. If you remember. Very vividly, Dragic was just on a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. And man, I didn't think I'd fall in love with that guy. But dude, Dragic. Was, I mean, we were we were excited when we got him. Uh, we yeah, traded, I mean, we traded a, Aaron Brooks for him. Yeah, one of the best it was, trades it was we could a ever steal. have. If it we was kept Dragic steal. and we were able to get Harden, man, God, the possibilities. Oh, it, were, it would be endless. We definitely wouldn't have been the eighth seed in the playoffs. That's no for way. sure. So you know, I agree. And you still could. You know, the worst part is you still could have signed Beverly. <laughs> yeah, and you could have Beverly mind, off the bench. But, you know, it sucks yeah, how it worked yeah. out. But. It's neither here nor there. Yeah, but I okay. So I would have Lowry off the bench just for the grit, just for grit purposes. He knows the bench position. I mean, you could flip flop. You can flip flop him either way. Um, I, I I'm gonna go. I, I'm just gonna go with the because I know the what is it? The majority is gonna want to go with Lynn off the team. I'm not. It's not in the sense of just doing it because the majority does it. I'm just thinking in a basketball mind. Yeah, I the get basketball that. mindset. He screwed up way too many times in the playoffs. So <laughs> touche. It, it, we're talking about Rockets uniform. I'm talking about New York. So but he only played one year for us. So. No, that's right. That's right, dude. You really think about it like during the Mori era, how many like how many players like big, pretty big time players didn't really play that long with us. They were pretty interchangeable. So. Um, let's let's move on here, uh, GM. For let's do, let's do a big one here. This is a big one. We've enough of the enough of the mid carters. Let's do some main events. Let's Got do you. Some, some top notch talent here. All right, Clyde Drexler, Tracy McGrady, James Harden. 
<laughs> you can't do this to me, bro. That that, right, that is, when I is, put this, this together, this, I was like, "Yo, this, this is gonna, gonna this be a is tough gonna one. be this is gonna be tough." <laughs> All right, come on, I'm ready. I'm I sat up, I sat up, I sat up. I'm ready for this. Sock it to me, bro. My starter, Clyde. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't get out of the first round against Utah without him. We in were down Houston, two one yeah, in the Houston uniform. Yeah, he we God, don't, he we carried. Don't, we, he carried. We don't get a back to back. He carried. Title it wasn't a game without he him. He carried it. Yep. He put up huge points against a Utah Jazz team that was the number three seed. We were down two one in the series. It was a best of five at the time. Yeah. And Clyde was the one that brought us back. And you would series. lock down the best guard. Yep. On every team. And two way talent. He did that. Personified. And he he played for us like game five against the Suns in this con- in the conference semifinals. He had the flu. He came thirty minutes for game time, sick as a dog, and only scored what two or four points. But the fact that he showed up mentally put the Rockets over the top because it showed that he didn't care how bad he felt. Mm. I'm going to be there for my Absolutely, team because yeah. they need me. Yeah, when you're there. And, I mean, I have, three, okay, one. I hate to say it, mm-hmm. but I have to vault him over James. James will <laughs> be off the bench in my opinion. Yeah. But James is an MVP. James, the probably the best offensive player of our generation. Number two behind Akeem, in your opinion. In overall. our generation. Yeah. Overall Rocket. Overall Rocket. Yeah, I'm just saying two. overall Rocket. Yeah, overall yeah. Rocket number two. That's what I meant. I'm just going to go based on performance um, in the playoffs. Um. Clyde was always there. And obviously, T-Mac's gone. Who gives a shit about T-Mac? He couldn't get out of the first round with us. They couldn't get out of the first round until T-Mac was hurt. So, honestly, T-Mac's gone. There's no no question on that. My only thing is that I didn't want to start Clyde. But if I'm going to – if if I need the best opportunity for a championship, Clyde's the guy. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, hmm. This may surprise everybody, but uh, I'm gonna tell you something right now. My, I think I, I, I think uh, after a while, heart, heart, uh, what is it? Uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder, or time makes the heart grow fonder. I've, my, my stance has softened. My stance has softened. Would you believe that? I don't know what you're talking about, but go on, Kenny. I'm intrigued. Psych. <laughs> T Mac, you cut. <laughs> no. Let me tell you, let me tell you something, Mark, like Mark Henry slamming John Cena. I still got a lot left in the tank. <laughs> nah, nah, T-Mac. What a swerve. I'm going to open that with a cut. What I'm, not a even op- I'm not even opening this with a start. You gone. He deleted you. Out of you. Here. you Matt Hardy. You are, Delete. You are Delete. out. You are out of here. You are cut. I don't give a crap what you did. 13 and 33, carrying us to the first round, getting injured in 09. Get out of here. You're done. You're done. It's easily a two-horse race. Easily. It's easily a two-horse race. Just be real here. All right. I flip it. Harden's going to start. Harden's going to start. I respect it. Harden's going to start because he he is he is the MVP. You could I could I see the argument off the bench because you need a scoring punch off the bench and Harden is the ultimate scoring punch off the bench. Yeah. But Harden is a tone setter. True. Harden is the ultimate he is an ultimate tone setter. Clyde is look championships. Cha- a championship's a championship. Mm-hmm. You don't win that ninety-five title without Clyde. Just as much as uh, those Golden State teams don't win any titles without Clay. Yeah. Clay was a tone setter as well. I get that. 
it's just my uh, my personal preference. I like that two way player off the bench. It's not a knock on Clyde as much as I need Clyde's mm-hmm. punch off scoring yeah. and defending ability off First, the bench. Personally, it's just for me. It's just yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, Harden's my favorite Rocket, but if we're building a team. I think Clyde should start. I'm partially doing this just to be a little, just a slightly yeah, different. But that's just but my yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I pretty get sure that. a lot of people would probably disagree. It's fine. Oh well, no. Nah. I think I think uh, I think Coach would agree with the that. old heads would agree. The new heads, I don't know. People well, that the are, new heads like, would just be like the new heads would be like, why isn't Steph Curry starting in any of these lineups? Like, who's Clyde? <laughs> who's <laughs> Steve Francis? <laughs> you mean the Glide? I like Trey Young and Jalen Brown. Where's <laughs> the mellow ball? Justin, why do you sound like Bane? <laughs> I don't know. Why is Sean Melo Ball? But yeah, that make everyone no. that's like Gen Z yeah, or is it Gen Z? God, we, we sound you know what though? Like we sound like babies. freaking. We sound like old people though, like for sure. Us, I'm us, old. Us millennials. I'm um, old. <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Uh, I yeah. So I so I just disagree with you on that end. Uh, yeah. So I start I start Harden because he is the he is the MVP. Now, yeah. granted, I'm not talking about the end of the game because. They could both be at the end of the game together. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Harden and Clyde, and uh, T Mac can just uh, he can fly away just like he did against just like he did with me. <sighs> all you had to do was say hi. That's all you had to do. Yep. That's all you had to do. And he could have easily been my starter. See, true. Could have ended a great friendship. He ended a great friendship before it even started. <laughs> like, how do you do that? So Gosh. yeah, T Mac, you're out of here. All right. So second to last year. Gotta have some fun, man. I, I, I put some tier. We, we had some mid carters. We had some main eventers. Yo, Justin, let's talk about let's talk Stress. about some pre games, bro. Let's, yeah. let's talk about preliminary rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Justin for my prelims. Moochie Norris. Oh God. Bobby Brown. Oh. Bob Sura. Oh, easy, easy money, <laughs> easy money. Everyone knows where I'm going. My boy Bob Sura starts. <laughs> my man. My man Muchi Norris off the bench because he actually produced. And I'm sorry, Bobby Brown. You got you're gonna have to get sent back to Italy. You might be boys Wait, with Bob Harden. Bob is your starter. Bob Sir is your starter. Yes. Okay. Okay. But Bobby Brown ain't boys with me. So you being cut, baby. All right. All right. I'm gonna flip the script here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Bobby Brown. <laughs> Bobby Brown's gonna start. No, no, wait, no, I take it back. Muchi Norris is gonna start because Muchi did pretty well with Yao. He played very pretty decently with Yao. He was Not also a great yeah. guy off the bench. He was a great backup yeah. for Steve Francis at that point. And in the time. F- and the fro does not lie. The man got his own bobblehead as a scrub. You that doesn't be next happen. level for that. He became like, marketable. Amazing. He was marketable That's what I'm as a guy that averaged six points off the bench. Bro, his name was Muchi. That alone catapults you as a starter. Touche. <laughs> so Muchi Norris starts. I got Bob, my boy Bobby Brown off the bench because Ooh. my boy. My boy not only does work in the Drew League, but he's a great cheerleader. <laughs> and Bob Sura, you have officially made the list for me because I messaged you multiple times to come on our pod, and uh, you haven't responded. Was- I know you saw it. It says scene. <laughs> so just for that alone, you've made the list. You got no respect. You've made the list. No Sura. respect for And until you officer. respond accordingly, you will be on the list. So you're cut. Thank you, thank you, Jericho. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. You just made the list. So okay. Uh, actually, you know, I I lied earlier. It's not. It wasn't the second to last. This is the second to last. Let's let's continue on the pre. No, no, no. It's not a prelim train. It's below mid card, above prelim. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, just here we go. Rafer Alston. God. Matt Maloney. Ugh. 
Kenny the Jet Smith. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. See, they uh, all they were all in the playoffs, one won a title, obviously. But I thought that that was a good matchup because they at some point they were all starters. Yep. For a playoff Rockets team. Yeah. So, what say you? <laughs> okay, you know what? You know what? Um, I'm gonna have to be partial here. My boy Kenny the Jet starts. Absolutely. Um, he was a perfect complement to the dream. Won two titles. He was a sky flyer. Participated in multiple dunk contests. In he did one as a rocket. But that was two. Oh, maybe he did two. He did one as a Kings, though, player, he too. He did. That was in the 80s. Um, but yes, Kenny the Jet. My guy off the bench. This was not the choice I, I anticipated. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> I gotta go with my boy Matt Maloney. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, okay. Let me explain why I gotta go. Maloney, Matt Maloney, Baloney. Matt Maloney. It's for real, we man. do not beat the Sonics in Game Seven of '97 semifinals without Maloney hitting five, like yep. five or six threes in a game. That's what bought the contract, right? Yes, yeah, so I'm contract. Yeah. He did shit yeah. against the Jazz, but he was he wasn't supposed to be the starter. The starter was supposed to be. Brent Price, Mark Price's younger brother. Yeah. Brent Price was the heir apparent. Yeah. He was the one that was supposed to be at the start. He, he was, was a great yep. shooter, but he tore his ACL earlier in the year. Yeah. So that's why Matt Maloney was vaulted to the starting spot because we had just let go of Kenny. And God, if Brent Price was the starter, everything could have changed. Who knew? The trajectory of the team. Of course, of course. Definitely could have yeah. changed. But unfortunately, things occur. So in that regard... I'm taking Maloney because he's also got far in the playoffs. And unfortunately for also to be cut because he made the finals with the Magic, not us. Okay, okay. Uh, I agree with you for Kenny the Jet because got to do it for the Kennys, Touché. myself included. Touché. Uh, he's a champion. I mean, Kenny the Jet, he hits six threes against the Magic in game one. You don't win. He Okay, everyone, rem- everyone remembers Kiss of Death Mario Ellie. Yep. But no one... No one remembers that in the same year, Kenny Smith hits a buzzer beater to tie the game in game one to send it into overtime. And we were down by 20. In we were that down game. by 20. So, and Kenny Smith kept hitting threes and chipping away. And he hit, it was like, not, it wasn't a double clutch, but it was like a pump fake against Anthony Hardaway, who's freaking, he's a beast defender. He's, he's and he pump faked him. Six, six. He pump faked him because he yeah. easily, if Anthony just, uh, if Anthony just jumped again, he could have blocked it from behind. Yeah. But he didn't. The angle was all wrong. Kenny the Jet, he pump fakes, ducks, and kind of does it off balance. You don't win game one. You don't sweep the magic without Kenny the Jet Smith. Granted, he was shite in 94 finals. Mm-hmm. That's why Sam Cassell always closed over him. Mm-hmm. He could not He could not check the defender because you know, that was when hand checking was legal. Mm-hmm. But, yo, man, the Jet, dude, he's, he, was, he was great for us. Now, gr- now granted, he wasn't amazing, yeah. but he, you don't win a title. Absolutely. Without the jet. So, jet starts. I got, man, come on, dude. Ray Ferrolson's like one of my favorite Rockets of all time. Just because, like. His, name, his nickname is Skip to my loop. I mean, he was so infuriating because, like, you could have ran that ball up the court constantly, but he always did one of those where he'd run. He'd make it look like, I call it a fakey run, where he'd run about halfway past midcourt, and then he'd be like, all right, stop, stop, stop. All right, come on, come on. <laughs> come on, yeah, let's go. He was, and, a, he was a good And uh, in my head, he was I'm a just good like, captain. he was great for that team, but at the end of the day, I was like, Rafer, come on, man. Just like, you had a way, like, just. 
And just remember the, <laughs> the, the, the 22-game winning streak, what he did to Sasha Vujicic. Oh, come on now, man. He, he went skip to Milu. And then he lost his mind. I love like, Jeff that alone, catapult, that alone catapults that. him to the bench. And uh, Malone, poor, poor Matt Maloney is pure baloney, uh, in my opinion. He wasn't um, good after 97. But I agree, I agree with your stakes in Game 7. I, I totally forgot about that. That's right. You don't win Game 7 without Matt Maloney against the Sonics, who have consistently, repeatedly destroyed us so bad that when we finally beat them, Matt Maloney gets rewarded a contract yep. because of the fact that... He it performed. sucked because we got past them, but we couldn't get past Utah. We exactly. Could, we couldn't get past one or the other, and it was just God. It's just and terrible. you you went through you went through you went through the gauntlet that ninety seven year. Yeah. Uh, so Matt Maloney, you're cut, unfortunately. But I I love Ray. For, me personally, I love Ray for Alston. I know T Smooth feels differently. I know he does not like Ray for Alston. I love Ray for Alston. Yeah. So I'm pretty um, sure he'll like my picks. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, let's end let's end this episode on a, the highest of high notes. It does not get bigger than the legendary big men that have laced up for our Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. The main event here, it's uh, the equivalent of Pacquiao v. Mayweather, I think. I don't know. <laughs> First thing that popped in my head. God. Go uh, Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. I don't know. Um, here we go. Yao Ming. Uh-huh. Moses Malone. The Dream. Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay, this is easy. This is easy. This, this is, is actually easy. pretty easy. This is easy for me. I, I hate to say it. Hakeem starts. Moses off the bench. Yeah, I'll cut. Sorry, but Moses is an MVP. He won MVP as a Rocket. He took. He was. He he led them to their first ever NBA Finals, and they were the eighth seed, and they were under five hundred. Um, obviously, you go Hakeem at number one for obvious reasons. If I don't even have any, to explain if anything. Any Summit State of Mind Pod listener meets us at the summit and dare says. Hakeem comes off the bench or gets cut. Well, well that's just for people who are that's just for people who are who are who became fans after two thousand three because they don't yeah. really know who Hakeem was and they probably don't even know who Moses Malone is. Oh my gosh! All you have to do is go on YouTube and watch some highlights. <laughs> yeah, but you know, people don't like they they're too busy watching highlights I mean, of Steph Curry think, pull up from half court. But I don't think. But I be real here. I mean, just watch five minutes of Hakeem and you'll know why. Exactly. Okay. This is the only time we're in agreement across the board. Across the board. Hakeem has to start. Of course. Moses. Rest in peace, Moses Malone. You met Moses Malone. Yeah. Um, when I saw him at Whole Foods, I was like, I know you. And he was like, no, you don't. And I was like, okay, Moses. <laughs> You're like, okay, Mr. Malone. I and the, see and, you. And the shitty thing was he um, he had passed away probably like two weeks after that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see, you did tell me he did seem like a very bitter. He wasn't not bitter, bitter, but like, he like just, he just did. He old just, man. He wasn't social. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I, you could you knew you heard that he was a cool guy, but he was rock, and he was not the kind of person that you would approach. Yeah. Um, remember that's who Hakeem. Remember that's who Hakeem faced when he was coming out of college, going into the draft. Yeah, I know. I watched. Um, I couldn't sleep last night after basketball, you know, because you still got that energy. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I watched. Out. I watched that. Um. You know, the double clutch. Not yeah. double clutch. Clutch City. The, not the that clutch one. City doc. The clutch oh, City one? doc. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, newest, the newest one. one. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Watched that one. It showed like Akeem matching up with Moses. Oh, I love the it. same footage at Fondy so Rec great. Center. Yeah. So great. Yeah, agreement across the board. It's not a knock. You know, I I, I was. Oh gosh, this is gonna piss a lot. Of, this may piss a lot of old heads off. I was on the fence though a little bit with Yao and Moses. Yao, the peak of his powers on the Rockets team was unfreaking guardable. Yes, that I that Shanghai that. shake was next level. No one's guarding that. Yeah. Like no. 
know what's guarding I know. that. But I, I just think in the sense of but, yeah. Moses, Moses is a He's guy. Pure think, dominance. Honestly, pure dominance. he could have played in today's NBA. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Oh, easily. Um, but, um, you know, that's just my opinion um, of, yeah. based on – his style of well, play. I don't think Moses gets enough love. I think Absolutely he's not. he's at, I think any any three of these players actually, I feel like you can drop them into any era and they'd be successful. Yeah. You know? I, I agree. you know, would you agree? And with that said, like I I uh yeah, we we agree across the board we are where we are here and that's that's that. That was a good game. That closes the book on uh what other start people, bench cut. Other, uh, but other people I am curious to see what the people think. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to post this up, obviously, later on, on on the gram so people can see. But, yeah, it's going to be – I'm excited to hear what people have to say, and it's definitely going to be something to uh, look forward to for the people. Uh, thanks for playing. What did you think? It was, it was a pleasure. Yeah? It was, it fun, was a huh? pledge is what uh, – Ah, know, yes. Uh, from um, God, I love you, man. It was my pledge allegiance to the flag. <laughs> oh, God. God. All right. Uh GM, thank you once again for being my co-host, for being the opener on the pod, doing work for the boys. That was always fun. Sultry, yet subtle, like smooth I, chocolate I, I, pudding. I try not to give in too much, but I'd like to give him a taste. Oh my God. So. This guy, too much, too much. Well, thank you, GM, once again for coming on. I appreciate that and appreciate you coming on for this. It was a great, great podcast. Anything you have to say before the sign off here? Um, yeah, I mean, um, so this afternoon we have a baby shower for our good friend, Mr. Fundamental. Yes. And his wife, Keisha. Today is the baby shower for them. Woo. So congratulations. It's going to be a fun time to see them later this afternoon. So shout, shout outs to them. It'll be fun. We will see T-Smooth there as well. Yes. So oh, yes. That's right. That's right. Good, uh, and the nature boy. The nature boy will be there. Um, and some old bro should be there. Yes, Samoa bro. Uh, the whole yes, squad. Yes, yes. So <laughs> outside you know, of young, outside of young bucket because he has to work. We should probably we'll probably do like you know um we'll do a a picture of uh, the guest spots with uh, us. You and, already know and them. You and, already uh, know. We'll take a photo. Fo- we'll take. We'll do a photo op. You are. For, you for already the boys. know. Uh, we have to uh, let's go and give let's give Mr. Fundamental uh let's give Mr. Fundamental a nice little hearty nature boy Ric Flair woo for you boys one two three woo i like that i like that that was from the diaphragm that was from the you gotta you can't do it you can't do it from the throat former choir boys is how we do gotta do it gotta do it right well i appreciate you coming on gm thank you so much for co-hosting as always with the boys with the summit bros doing what we do best i appreciate that big time thank you once again to everyone that's been listening to us all the way back in episode one currently on episode 29 on the podcast we are the only episodic and weekly houston rockets podcast that are funneling out episodes we are definitely doing that now for y'all realizing how much of a want there has been for houston rockets content despite their l's and losing that is why we're now coming out with episodes every single tuesday that's right every tuesday tuesday you know what that means a new episode of summit state of mind is going to be releasing to y'all until we say differently every tuesday is going to be the release day so be on the lookout for that be sure to follow us at summit state of mind underscore pod currently on instagram that's where we post all of our content all the stories that way you can follow everything that we do all the posts good bad and some funny stuff we plug in there so be sure to follow us there 
We are definitely on all three major platforms as well on the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, the big three of the big three of podcasts. So go ahead and listen to us through there. Shout outs to all the podcasts doing big things in H-Town for the city of Houston. Shots and thoughts, obviously, for your boys doing big time stuff, hilarious games, and definitely a thinker. Uh, they definitely do a lot of stuff. And of course, they drink. So go ahead and give them a listen. Give out as well a listen to the Sports Trap Podcast. They don't just cover Rockets. They cover Rockets, Astros, Texans, Dynamo, anything and everything that is sports. That's what they cover. That is the Sports Trap Podcast. Be sure to follow them. Be sure to follow all the other H-Town podcasts that are out there as well. We can all use the support. So with the pandemic going on, we want anyone and everyone to make sure that they're washing their hands. Make sure you're wearing your mask. Wash your hands for 20 seconds and make sure that you are taking care of yourselves. And most importantly, in this day and age, take care of each other, my friends. With that said, on the sign off from the commissioner and the GM, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Take care. The Summit 4-4-4-4-4.